You're listening to. And you're listening to the Clapcast, a podcast about pop culture and the creative life from an Asian American perspective. This is for the east side, east side. From Vietnam to Vietnam and above and beyond. For cholos and chicas who roll in Toyota, Corolla, or Nissan. Provoking Harukens with Fofos and Levi's. Rolling that Indo, throwing that peace sign. Hope is no cold case, don't won't see no heat rise. While taking that bar train from Frisco to Fremont. Arcade is designed to arm our policemen. With far more power, privatizing these prisons. And hey everyone, welcome to episode 154 of the Collabcast. It is, let's say, Friday. January the 12th, 2018. Let's say. Let's say, because I'm pretty sure I'm not going to have enough time to finish this by today. <laughs> uh, my name is Marvin Ye. I'm Minji Chang. And we are your hosts for this weekly look at Asian America and pop culture. And this week, we have a very special guest with us. So special. Super excited. Um, she is a comedian, an actress, a showrunner, oh. and a podcaster. Yes, that's true. Please welcome... Kulap Lysak. That's me. Yes. It is you. Kulap. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Now I just think of Sack though. Kulap. Sack. Sack. She's wearing a poncho. Yes. Yeah, I'm wearing a wearable Vilaisak. We are we are having a massive inside joke intro. Yes, guys, I'm wearing a wearable blanket. It's a formal name is Poncho. It looks very, very comfortable. I wish Thank I had you. one right now. It is very comfortable. I wish I had the 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 huevos the huevos the, the sack the, if you will the cojones <laughs> if you to, have the uh, sack to wear a wearable sack a poncho goals for 2018 Mar, we are still within the early stages no, I of think January. my girlfriend would actually kill me she's been trying to get me to dress better it's you look, working you look fantastic. I told I said you heard right? yes I heard it you're like you look great and he's like it's just a shirt <laughs> So mad. That's our relationship in a nutshell. So mad. Why? You look great. It's just a shirt. Kulap is the showrunner for Bajillion Dollar Properties, a very yes. funny um, TV show. Um, Formerly now, on CISO. For, now on iTunes and yes. wherever you can find. Amazon. Yeah. Fendigo yeah. Now. Super, super funny show. Thank you. Um, she's also the host of Who Charted. Yes. Who just, I was just listening to your episode 370 that you just released. So crazy. Oh, so many. That's amazing. Seven years of podcast. <laughs> podcast. I love the the arbitrary. Uh, yeah. A lot <laughs> of my accent. comedy is saying things wrong, <laughs> <laughs> but it's so I perfect. Love it. Um, she was also on our um, keynote panel this past year at the, our Empower Leadership Conference. That was um, such a great time. Thank you for having me. Thank you for there coming and here now. That was so fun. <laughs> oh, I forgot. She's also a filmmaker. Um, yeah, she has a documentary. documentary. God willing, <laughs> coming out. God willing, so many um, things to. Oh my god, yes. I've, I've, we've been learning more and more about that whole process. And like, hats off to you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's um, it is. It certainly is a process. Process. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I'm gonna start doing it as well. Well, we're gonna learn more about Kulap. Kulap. I, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard when it's a it's a unrecognizable sort of <laughs> gathering of consonant and vowels. Yeah, because like we're not even sure what the baseline is. That's true. <laughs> exactly. Where is that I, right? Where, where is do that I accent that? Yeah. Um, after uh, later on in the show, but um, let's start off as we start off um, every podcast with a pop culture roundtable. Uh, we're doing something differently this year. We're going to focus more on what we've been watching or listening to or reading. Um, what Ooh, you What's on the pulse. Yeah, what are you into? Let's start with Kula. What are you into these days? What am I into these days? Um, let's see, over the break I, w- I watched all of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. That is a great I show. I heard that was so good. That it's won a, a bunch show. of Golden Globes, right? That yes. won the Golden Globe. Did it? For best, just, just the one? Best show? <laughs> just, yes, yeah. for, for the lead actor uh, actress, Rachel Brosnahan. Very nice. And then for uh, comedy. Okay, yeah. where where can we find this? Uh Amazon? Yeah, it's an Amazon original. Yes, yeah. thank you. I'm getting mixed up with the Hulus I know. and the Amazon. I'm pretty up. sure I'm subscribed to all all oh, of them. I know I am. And like I, I don't even know how much money I'm paying for subscription yeah. services these days. Sometimes I watch Amazon off Roku and sometimes I watch it <laughs> off my Apple TV. That's true. <laughs> and sometimes on my laptop when I'm ordering something like vitamins. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> wild. Everywhere Every is which an way. I just remembered I'm paying for Hulu because I let Minji <laughs> borrow my 
Interlocking and so yeah, she could watch like Blackish. Marv, yeah, well, thank you. Yeah. So you're watching. <laughs> so you're paying for her to have Hulu. <laughs> I'll watch, chip in. I'll buy him a coffee. For a while. It was all my logins on her um, Amazon Fire Stick. Yeah, that's and then amazing. we converted, and then that's now. Yeah, there's multiple people. <laughs> oh, watch Runaways on Hulu. Oh, that's good. I haven't seen that. Okay, yet. that's yeah. great. Do you know Brittany Ish- Ishibashi? That sounds familiar. We do, I feel Brittany, like we've met uh, her. She's um, amazing actress. She um, she's in it. She's fantastic. Um, there's an Asian uh, Japanese uh, American family in it. Okay. And it's like and yeah. they're lead characters, right? To you know, mom, dad, daughter. So Runaways is based on it's a Marvel show. I've is that, heard of this. It's yeah, the one where the kids it, yeah, find yeah, out yeah. their parents are like evil. Yeah, so you're yeah. you're a teen, and that's hard already <laughs> I mean, with your hormones and the drama. And then you find out your parents they're the bad guys. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? But maybe it's not so black and white. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I feel like you plugged this before for sure. Are you saying our world is actually shades of gray? <laughs> Yeah, oh. and in between gray, light gray, darker gray. <laughs> How many shades of gray? Smoky. Just maybe fifty or fifty or fifty. That third movie's coming out. I haven't seen any of it, but here it's terrible. Yeah, I'm all right. I don't have to. I have a perfect record of not seeing any of them. <laughs> there's so much content out there that is perfectly terrible. So yeah, there is a place. Five hundred shows that are being made this year. Wow! Stop it! Something like that. Is or that maybe a I, record? Like I want to know. know. What's the... And I, guys, I just realized I might have made that up. But I think it's <laughs> someone said it to me, and don't I don't quote think it. I don't think I'm saying it exactly right, but I might. Like who is out there? There's got to be somewhere. There's like a Reddit thread or something where someone's like actually counting this. Yeah, there has to be. I'm sure someone is. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're, we're putting a lot of faith in the internet, but I think it's. I, yeah. I, I choose to believe Cool Up. And that there's 500 shows being made. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I believe it. There's like 500 sense. streaming services now, apparently. Yeah. So, How I mean, does one every single studio is opening their own. You got CBS, ABC, ABC. Uh, Disney. Yeah. 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 It's kind of, but it's also exciting. Um, Bajillion, I, I got to create my own show because it was like a streaming service. Yeah. Now, again, it's gone. NBC's gone, <laughs> but they tried. Yeah. And I'm, but what remains is like uh, hopefully the beginning of a, a career. Absolutely. Yeah. For, for me, guys, I'm talking about myself. There are other people involved. We are involved, very, right? very, Thank very you. excited very for your career, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> emerging. We're watching the evolution of Cool Up. Meiji, what are you into? Um, I have a gripe. Well, okay. I started watching Blackish. Thank you, Marvin. <laughs> I owe you a cold brew. Um, and I really enjoyed it. He, it was it was really, really funny right off Great. the bat. And then obvi- honestly, like I give people or like pilots a little wiggle room. It's so hard. It's hard. So for a pilot even, like I really enjoyed it. I could see like everything on the last episode. I was told very uh, firmly and enthusiastically by everybody around the table, like you gotta watch Blackish. Yeah, but my gripe is still it. with Bright. I can't. <laughs> I still hate it so much. I'm not even gonna. No, it yeah. just seems like crap. Well, like I gave it a shot, and this was Christmas Day, so I don't know why I'm like still wallowing and bringing it no, up. I know this because it made you that mad. It did. I haven't seen this mad since Mad Max, which I still don't understand, but you apparently hate it. You hated Mad Max. I hated Mad Max. <laughs> wow. Not because okay, I appreciate th- different things about different shows and movies. Like yeah. I can understand like Bright. I think is a great concept. Yeah, I can see why people were like jumping at the bit to put down money to make this thing happen. However, I think they chose the worst writer on the face of well, the Well, I could say a lot of... Th- uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> right? For so many reasons. So many reasons. So many reasons. The worst writer ever. And, and how much thing- money... Right. He that got, got three, showered. 3.5 million went for just that screenplay. It was like a 90 plus million dollar budget. And it was this beautiful opportunity put in a big dumpster fire i yeah but i see there was enough and like there's enough there so i'm glad that there's a two and i'm glad they took him off and they're replacing him but bright is like a bad movie it's a great concept did you watch beginning to end i watched the first uh, almost 40 minutes and then i gave up i could tapped out just like from so many different perspectives the the casting was terrible like i love will smith i i think like what? It's not issue with Will Smith. It was all the supporting characters. I was uh-huh. like, Hollywood is so big. Like my classmates would would have killed in these parts, and these oh. are the best people you can find for Netflix thing. <laughs> so yeah, I got pretty mad. It's Man. just my. It makes me I so like mad. that. I like that you're mad because that means you're frustrated, and we're we're all just trying to like yeah. It, right. it motivates us. Yes. I thought about watching it this weekend, 
and then I watched something else instead. What'd you watch? I watched, I caught up on Top Chef. Top Chef? Yeah, this latest season, uh, season 15, I think, is taking place in um, Denver, Colorado. Nice. And as always, I watched initially for the Asian chefs. Um, there are two this season, um, a Pakistani woman um, named Fatima from or Fatima, whoever I don't know how to accent mm-hmm. or emphasize. Syllables. I do. I'm really good at it. <laughs> she's an expert. Uh, I'm really. You're good lucky. At you're it. sitting across from an expert. Yeah, she's from New York, and she's like she. She seems to be like the dark horse kind of the person who's gonna go the farthest. She's who I'm rooting for. Okay. Um, and there's this Vietnamese dude named Tu, who is just a big happy doof which is awesome great Yay. but i don't think he's long for this season <laughs> oh no so you can That's also sad. already foreshadow like he's, he's been making sloppy mistakes so you know you can't do that in <laughs> well there's show. a story there you know the tv show needs that marv he's giving them so much to yeah. watch so he could last longer they're like this guy's giving us gold it's worth watching yeah yeah he's in it you guys we lest we forget it's entertaining <laughs> i know true. smoke and mirrors um, baby so i'm one episode behind now but an episode three um, and this was obviously filmed back in like the summer of 2017 because they were doing a food truck competition and then they're going to have a YouTube influencer like bring out the college kids and it turned out to be Mr. Logan Paul. And I was, I, I, I fast forwarded through that section. Yeah. Yeah. I read today that YouTube uh, took him off of uh, the, the most, like most money you can make. Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. The, the big tier. The, the tier of advertisement. He got dropped down a tier. Wow. And then a film uh, that he was in uh, is uh, put on hold. Yeah. Consequences, man. Got him. Yeah. Over. Yeah. Well, there's like a lot of, you know. He joins PewDiePie <laughs> with getting dropped. Uh, make you know, you hit him, hit him where the money. Yeah. 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 But not hitting them, you know. I don't know. I can't tell if this is just like a, a slap on the wrist, or I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. there's a whole argument that his fan base they don't care and that it's gonna like fuel them more. He, it increased apparently increased his subscription. I mean, yeah, because there's a lot of you know horrible people out there but mm-hmm. at the same time you can't look at the stuff he did like um they released a compilation of all his videos from japan and he was yeah. just being like the worst american stereotype you can oh, find in- absolutely the Completely. very definition yeah so disrespectful so disrespectful he's becoming a learning lesson for the entire world well yeah. at least for all of america but like I don't know. We, but we, we, we have so many lessons, though. You know? So many. Oh, we have so I wonder, many. I wonder yeah. in 2018 if we could. We're overwhelmed with yeah, the lessons. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. You Let know? us, um, <laughs> you know, apply now. Yeah. But I feel like it's, again, we've talked about this, too, with, like, the YouTube scene and with kind of even that whole generation of content creators, what the consequences really do as an impact. Like, say, yeah, you hit them with the money. That matters. But... I'm sure, like, to them, their reputation and then, like, how they're treated amongst their peers really does matter, too, especially in that age range. So, like, I don't know. You can, like, we can we can sit and moan and be like, okay, yeah, he got more money, got more subscribership, which, yeah, it, theoretically, I think is it sucks. But at the same time, like, he's going to, I hope, like, he's going to pay his his own personal karmically. journey, like, karmically, that it goes beyond that. Like just dollars and numbers. I hope. I really hope. I hope because I think he has a lot for, of potential it's for his own evolution. I hope. Yeah, it's opportunity because he's going to keep influencing young people. So I'm genuinely like hoping that he yeah gets better at it. Yeah, this. I mean his whole brand is just being like a giant edge lord, right? Just, <laughs> just shock and yeah, like a, he's a shock artist. He's a shock jock, pretty much. But I just feel like, and he, and it, it's a, it's a millennial patriarchy kind of vibe. But it's like there are consequences for yeah. your actions. Yeah, like you did that. Yeah, that was bad judgment. <laughs> there are actually consequences now. Okay, like that's how you yeah. grow. Like, but you I know? feel like it's teaching all the studios too. So, say mind you, yeah. like all these five hundred shows that are getting made, right? Yeah. yeah, there's there's awareness that people are being held to a different standard, not just because of this kid, but like also the Me Too movement and everything. Yeah, that you cannot get away with as much, and that's a very good thing. So that when you're like greenlining the next show or like yep. about to put a buttload of someone else's money or your own money on the line to like make XYZ content. Think, Think a little it. bit. Yeah. <laughs> about it. So, and that's actually a great segue into our next segment where we talk about, um, 
What's in the news? What's uh, in the news? What's in the news? What is in the news? Um, well, top story is Golden Globes. Yes. Yes, Queen. Congratulations mm-hmm. to Aziz Ansari. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Always. AKA Kulak, will I say. Yeah, no, Aziz. Aziz is awesome. Um, he's the first, was, was he the first Asian yes. American man to win a Best Actor in the, Award in the Golden Globes. That's right. right? That's Finally, yeah, congrats yeah. To him for huge, Master of None, huge and well deserved. Yeah. Yes, um, but going off the whole Me Too conversation, there was a big, there was a big movement during the Golden Globes. Um, everyone's wearing black for the um, yes. Times Up campaign. That's right. Yes. Almost everybody. The president of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association decided to wear beautiful red, like Indian yes. dress. But okay. she had a Times Up yeah. pin on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She did her. She did her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but it yeah, was really beautiful, though. Like calling into calling out that like times up for shitty dudes in Hollywood. And then the second, yes, and the second sort of stream was like uh, pay equality. Yeah. Yes, women. yes, and all uh, of it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Oprah's. I, oh, I mean, come on, like Oprah's speech rocked me. Like, yeah. It. It. I. You know. I was like, ah, yep. I'm gonna watch the video. I'm gonna read the transcript. It. It. I was so moved. Um. Uh. Yes, Oprah. Yes, yes, Queen. Yes, yes. Oprah. I mean, the thing that I think always comes up with these moments is that maybe within certain circles, within women, I know that that sentiment is there. But then when you hear it out loud in that sort of setting, you it, it hit it hit me hard to recognize like these words never get said out loud in front of these people. Yes. So the gravity of that was like yeah. really beautiful. And what I like about the Times Up movement is very much not just about Hollywood. For it's sure. about all industries. Mm-hmm. All industries. It's about it's about the the nanny who uh, is uh, who. who whose employer is inappropriate with right. her. It's about mm-hmm. it's about the field worker. It's about, you know what I mean? It's not yeah. just about, you know, the the, the sparkly uh, elite. Right. Which is what drives me nuts a little bit. And I guess this is just my bread and butter or like what kind of content I gravitate towards because Marvin knows very thoroughly that we are in different planes when it comes to things that we like. Okay. But I'm really just, I find so much comedy and depth in like the everyday person that that's why I've just never been like really into like sci-fi or hero okay. movies or anything like that. I'm more intrigued by like The Gardener or because my parents like, you know, we're immigrants and they're they're small business owners. They run a dry cleaners. They work with other immigrants. Like that's yeah. my universe. I'm like, how fascinating are these stories and I'm like but really we need to make Spider-Man for the 90th time and like <laughs> are we done yet which I really love the last Spider-Man by the way yeah but that one was really it good it was really good yeah so they finally kind of got it right and now yeah. I'm like let's yeah. leave that alone <laughs> <laughs> we're not done yet well we're not done until they make the Korean Spider-Woman so uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah is she Korean yeah Cindy Moon oh I had no oh yeah oh my god see I don't pay that much attention (laughs) but yeah yeah, I just feel like there's all these stories like that that I think would be great films and great shows and like we could do comedy we could do drama whatever you want like there's no shortage guys but like no let's keep making bright (laughs) (laughs) still bitter or just the um, the fact that Lady Bird won best picture and best actor but the director didn't get nominated for best director and Natalie Portman pointed that out it was so good I saw that tweet what happened basically (laughs) so coming off of coming off of Oprah oh after Oprah's yeah coming Oprah so uh, Natalie Portman and Ron Howard presented um, best director Uh and Ron Howard was like wow how do you follow that you know like really feeling it (laughs) and Natalie just like perfect timing between the ribs and now for uh, and now and now the all male nominees for best director (laughs) And everyone's like, oh my god, the faces of the male directors after that, as they were saying the names, were just like, well, I don't know what, 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 how how should my face be? It's like their faces couldn't really, like, like, need a video, figure out what to do because it's like, oh, I'm being nominated, the camera's on me, but uh, yes, I am male. Uh, You're supposed to have the gracious. Ron Howard had a good time. Ron Howard was like, oh, she did it. Uh, Yeah, it was so good. It was just like, yes. That's just so crazy. So, so okay. So, uh, Greta Gerwig. Yeah, Greta Gerwig, she, she, uh, got her film, her film that she wrote and directed got mm-hmm. Best Picture. Her, her lead actress, whom she directed, got Best Actress. Okay. But no, no direct, <laughs> no, no rec- no, not at no. all. Wow. No director, uh, props, huh? No? Okay. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. It makes no sense. Is it headachey in here, or is it just me? <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 just the times. Yeah, I know. 
yeah. everyone has just just constant existential dread. See, that's the problem. Them. This is the problem that I was like, I was <laughs> discussing with friends. Like we've talked about so much. Like we have exhaustion of like all the things that we can get worked up about, and there's certain things that. We want to be able to like get up and fight for, but I'm yeah. like, okay, here's here's this new thing. This is gonna dovetail with what, uh, what you is what you were saying uh-huh. about um, everything that we were talking about about Marky Mark getting paid one point five right? million yeah. to do all the money, yeah, and Michelle Williams getting paid a thousand. Shut the f- to do the reshoots for the reshoots, yeah. So. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, because Michelle was like, they called me, and I was like, yeah, whatever you guys need, you know, I'll yeah. do that. And Marky Mark's like, mm, not my problem, 1.5, which is like, okay, I props, ask for that money, but here's an added layer. They have the same agent. What? That is. What? Maybe a little fucked up. I think it's uh, fucked up. Yeah. I think it's fucked up. Because <laughs> I just I just doubt that that the wh- whomever dummy Emmy was like, Hey Michelle, heads up, Marky Mark's getting one point five. You still cool with a thousand? You are? All right. Like I doubt nobody she knew. did. And that. like with the whole with this movement going on, how do you how does this not how do you not expect this to get out that's just stupid right. on so many levels on like uh, not even being ethical like, or whatever. That's like the stupidest thing you can do. <laughs> Like right now, really? Wow! Can you believe that shit? Can you believe that shit? Like it's just. See, sadly, I can. That's why uh, it's like and I it's can. happened before. But yeah, I, yeah. yeah it's okay. So word crazy. to the wise for all the women out there. I've heard this from so many different people in the last like eight months. Ask high, damn it! Like ask so high, you can't even like comprehend it because every like I've talked with different CEOs and different from like Silicon Valley, etc., and they're just like I'm blown away at how little women ask for because like one of like one was a south asian ceo and he's just like they, they come to me at the review time and it's like yeah. time to ask for the raise and negotiate they ask for like a three percent rise and he's like i'll give you like eight yeah. ask me for ten yeah, and i'll give if you, you come for three i'll give you three yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah, anyway side note yeah ask big like i ain't sorry beyonce thank you <laughs> thank you yeah i think um Part of it is, is just not knowing how much you can ask for, or you, how much you're allowed to ask for, right? Well, that goes even to Asian American yeah. everything, like yeah. every, like all so many layers. Is why I get so mad. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's all the things, and I think there's a, a very existential crisis of like uh, undervaluing ourselves. Yep, and like now. At least we're at that tipping point of like, no. No. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. It's like, all right, you know. Also, it's like we have, uh, my, I, my friend was telling me, he's like, my directing philosophy is I only have five fucks a week. <laughs> <laughs> so come to me with this, but, Budgeting you know, five. yeah, it's like, is this the You should keep cards on yours. Like, here, here's a fuck. <laughs> Yeah, I'm giving exactly. you one of my fucks. No, and, somebody and point, show that. everybody. Who? <laughs> I think we should make that a thing, like or an app or something. But Just I think physical, like, yeah. like, yeah, like I'm, I'm putting it down. <laughs> yeah, you. Somebody thinks that it's like you're giving them your, your business card, and they just look at the card and it's like it, it's laminated and it says fuck. <laughs> or, or you, you pre-distribute it and say I'm giving you one of my fucks this week. You yeah. deserve one of my fucks. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. You, you, do, you don't you, get more. <laughs> don't squander it. But congrats. <laughs> Oh, this world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that, yeah, well, that yeah. was all that time on the Golden Globes. I That's mean, all that comes out. <laughs> That's all. I mean, a place where we are showing our worth is the ice rink. Ah. Yeah. Um, going off of last week's conversation on all the Asian Americans in contention, we now have a U.S. figure skating team that is pretty much half Asian American. Hey. So, so awesome. It's amazing. Guess what? I'm going to watch the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> Ditto. Yeah. Mirai Nagasu redeemed herself, finally got back on the team after being like just robbed four years ago. I don't, I don't know if you guys yeah, followed that. I, re- I, I yeah. didn't follow it, but I read about it and I was like, I that's, heard all the drama last that's week. That's messed up. <laughs> yeah. And then um, he didn't make the team, but a guy named Jimmy Ma did a um, routine to turn down for what? Oh. Which tore up the internet. Nice. I missed that. Oh, I need that, to see that. I remember that video. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's that's all coming back to me now. Well, I'm sorry. Side note. I'm like thinking of Itanya now. Like I need. Yeah, to, like, I we're, just, we're gonna get into Olympic spirit. You know what I mean? I the really, drama. I guess I really like that movie. I heard it's really good. I really enjoyed it. I, I'm not. I'm not worried that Margot Robbie's super beautiful. Like, yeah. She, you know what? She produced it. 
she a good yeah. actress, and she's a, she did a great job. She's guys. a good. A- I watched clips and I was like, and damn. Alice bro. and Janney. She plays a good shitty mom. Brutal. She Whoa. plays the best shitty mom. Whoa. Alice yeah. and Janney is queen. Queen. <laughs> And I found out that Allison Janney was her original dream was to be a competitive figure skater. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Before she ever thought about that acting. A tall drink of water? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And she she was like one of the first people to like talk to the actual Tanya Harding after. Like wow. did I do a good job as your mom? <laughs> She's like, uh, yes. Wow. (laughs) But that's what I'm saying. All these stories, man. All the, like, every little Asian, like, that would be a great movie. Let's make that movie. Yeah, Asian American like competing. Unfortunately, it's not the story people would like to focus on because the day after the Olympic team was named, all the major outlets were talking about how. Ashley Wagner didn't make the team. Instead of celebrating the people who did make the team, it's like, oh, the all American Ashley Wagner was not allowed on the team. And that was kind of the story that was being being fed through mainstream, right? Like the, just reminds me of back when um, Tara Lipinski, I think it was Tara Lipinski beat Michelle Kwan in the Olympics. Mm. Yes. And then the headline was American beats Kwan. What? (laughs) Oh, that's bad. See, I mean, that's really bad. That's That's very very, bad. Don't recall that. Maybe I blocked it out. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's very bad. And that was like, so um, Nathan Chen, the guy who won the gold medal for the U.S. uh, men's, he won by like 40 points. He demolished the competition. And the article about him winning was all about his technical skill, how he was very proficient, and how he turned the competition into a math competition. Because Shut of all the technical stuff, Someone right? said that? Yeah. Ew. Who, what publication? Um, try New York Times. I don't know. Ew. The go, failing New York Times. Go, <laughs> in, go. That, in that instance, they were yeah. failing. They mm-hmm. weren't but failing. it's like, it seems like when. And that's valid to call them out on that. Even when Asian Americans are achieving, people are trying to find reasons why. Like, people want to find reasons why we're good at school. And it's like, oh, it's because tiger, tiger moms, obviously. Anyways. It's yeah. that's so frustrating. <laughs> it's an what evolution. Is that about? I'm not gonna write that off though. One thing that I'm doing in twenty eighteen is if I'm like mad, legit mad about something, I'm gonna do my best to stop rationalizing yeah. everything. Because I do have I, I have lots of friends who have no intention of being bigoted, but there certainly are moments of ignorance that are very Absolutely problematic, Absolutely. and I'm like, I'm not gonna from just like, from some uh, some of the most uh, I, I I travel only, mainly in liberal circles, and some of these alt comedians, I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the biggest thing is when things happen, they focus on the the, the wrong things, right? Like, um, this reminds me of a Hollywood Reporter article that came out I think yesterday talking about how the Me Too movement might mean the end for Hollywood sexy movies, and it's like. That's not what are you saying? Oh, (laughs) yeah. And Catherine Deneuve, uh, did you guys read that about the famous French actress? Yeah, some French actresses wrote a letter (laughs) about the Me Too movement and and a similar movement that's in France and just how like they're they came out against it. Yeah, which is like targeting undeserving men. Yeah, it's like you know, like you know, talking about like it's flirting. It's like, <laughs> what? Like, it's just... I wish we could capture my face. Yeah, just like, like huh. okay. Like, what? I'm, what are you doing? It's just so... Yeah. Like, A, that's not what we're saying. And B, that's... Like, how do you get there? But, I see how they get there, but it's kind of like... Well, this is problematic because I get, I get told off, like, you can't walk into Korea and, like, criticize their culture is not your culture you don't understand like how people take it blah 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 like fine there's like whatever it's like well i say the same thing like you have no idea what it's like to live in america and to deal with this garbage and it's not the same reverence for sex and it's not the same reverence for like sensual anything this is not about that this is Mm -hmm. about dominance and it's about power and it's about belittling and being unsafe this is not flirting this is like yes this is predatory behavior this is abusive behavior and if you i don't know i could go on like i'll write a letter back (laughs) (laughs) and i'll translate it en francais (laughs) to one up you and be team extra how is your friends french how's how's your friends oh it's not that good but when you have have the right motivation marvin you can do anything I will well, be fluent by the end of this year. Congratulations to Mirai Nagasu, Karen Chen, Nathan Chen, um, Vincent Zhao, uh, the Shibutani siblings, and Ma- Madison Chalk for making the Olympic team. And that's the headline. Congratulations, yeah. 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 Huge. Move forward with celebration up. and empathy. Yeah. Shall we? I'm excited for the Olympics. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, 
We're going to talk with Kulap about Kulap. Oh, oh, finally. And her poncho. <laughs> <laughs> and her vilaisa. My poncho. <laughs> <laughs> And hey everyone, thanks for listening to the Collabcast. This is episode 154. The Collabcast, of course, is a part of Collaboration, a nonprofit organization supporting Asian Americans in the arts and entertainment. Discovering, elevating, showcasing, and connecting to creative talents of the AAPI community in North America and beyond. You can learn more about Collaboration, our events, and our programs by going to our website at www.collaboration.org. And we're super excited to be heading back to Sundance next week. Uh, Minji, why don't you tell us what to expect? If you're in Park City, Utah for Sundance Film Festival 2018, I believe it starts January 18th. I think it ends the 28th. We are having an APA Filmmakers Experience Sunday, January 21st in Park City. Be at uh, different locations, one of which cannot be disclosed until you RSVP. So for more information, we'll share everything on our website, on our social media. But there will be a reception, uh, multiple panels. And, you know, mixers and whatnot, a great chance to interact with a lot of amazing independent Asian American and non-Asian American filmmakers who are all there to just celebrate great art. And this is where a lot of amazing things happen. So come through and uh, if you have questions, hit us up. Finally, the Collabcast is a proud member of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a collective of podcasts hosted by Asian Americans featuring the unique voices from our communities. If you like the Collabcast, um, you'll probably also enjoy, first of all, First of all is Minji's personal podcast featuring an unfiltered look at career, life, family, and all the things. Um, check out this latest episode where Minji talks with her actor friend Katie Roberts about female sexuality. Um, you can find, first of all, any other great programs of the Potluck Collective by going to the website www.podcastpotluck.com. And on that note, thanks again for listening to the Collabcast. Um, let's get you back to the show. And we're back. Welcome back to the Collabcast. This is episode 154. We are here with our friend, Kulap Velisek. So happy to be here. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey. Um, where, where should we start? There's so many things we want to talk well, to you about. Well, I just want to know, like, I think a good segue is, like, how's your New Year's going? Are you feeling refreshed? Are you feeling, like, mm. ready? Because the last time we got to, I got to hang out with you was November. Yes. So we still had, like, a good month and a half. Yeah. Left. Yeah. To that um i i do crazier. feel i do feel i feel more refreshed i feel uh a little i feel lighter because uh my documentary is completed yes um a, a sigh i'm not joining you guys in sundance but hopefully uh maybe south by there's so many yeah. opportunities yeah i no, scoured that list like Tribeca. Oh, yeah, we were looking. You just text yeah. me. Well, can, can, you, can you fill our listeners into your document i think ah, it's such a yeah. fascinating story Tell us about it's like origin story yeah. and your origin story okay uh origin story is a documentary about my family and about my search for who uh who and where i come from and whom really mm-hmm. i come from um when i was 14 i found out my dad wasn't my real dad in a really awful way it was my parents fighting mm. um and when i found out that my father didn't want to have a relationship with me uh, subsequently afterwards um I I buried it. I put it away, and um, really, from ages fourteen to thirty three, and that's when um, I I got pregnant. I miscarried, and I realized that it was time for me to start asking those difficult questions mm-hmm. that I hadn't before to my parents. Yeah, and I go to Minnesota, where my family's from. Uh, talk to my mom. I talk to my dad, and I go to. I go to Laos to meet the birth father um, for the first, my birth father for the first time. So it's a story about, it's a story about um, accepting your parents. Yeah. Um, It's a story about um, moving on, really, um, Mm -hmm. and letting your past not define you and hold you back, but hopefully be the foundation from which you grow. Yeah. I'm getting emotional just listening to your I got emotional watching your trailer. I yeah, for like, real. <laughs> it's it's really beautiful. And Thank I you. think that's in so many ways the thing I think when when stories are real and they're grounded in something just again real, which is like we don't get a lot of that. We get a lot of kind of like formulaic things of like, oh, we know that this is gonna kind of move people, but with you it's just kind of like your truth and your your real story that I would imagine 
you know, some people are more comfortable than others, like sharing that kind of thing. But like, it's very brave regardless. Like you're going on this discovery along with the audience pretty much. Right. Like, yeah, it's it's really I I really commend you. And I thank you for making that because I'm sure it'll help a lot of people. Thank you. I I hope so. I um I set out to do this and I needed um I needed a camera there to have record for me. Yeah. You know when you're talking about like earlier when you're talking about like your self-worth and just like well maybe I remembered it differently. Uh maybe maybe it was something that I I did something. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that put me in that position or, yeah. or I misheard or um having that camera was really cuz I didn't trust myself. Um and, you know, but it was it was very difficult to do because as humans, we're not meant to edit our memories, mm. I don't think. Mm. Wow. Um, so it, 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 it's, it's extra. <laughs> it's, it's an extra thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and it was hard to 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 have to be to have been in it. It was hard to step away and to to craft a story and pick the strongest what I believe is the strongest way to tell the story. Yeah. That was hard. And and now we're moving into an era which I think might might even be harder. I, I don't know. It was when I, I show people it. And what that means to as an Asian American with immigrant parents to to air our dirty laundry. I don't yeah. I don't know. I, I the point was to do it because we lived in I live I grew up in secrets, but um it's still not I I think it's going to be hard. I think it's going to be difficult, yeah. you know, like yeah. I, um even though the point is to get eyes on it. Yeah. Ironic, huh? Yeah. But I mean, it's a story that that I feel like needs to be told. Absolutely. Or needs to be seen and like I mean, even me personally, I, most of my grandparents have passed away and there's a lot of history for my family that I I won't probably never know about. And <clears throat> even though my family history isn't quite as traumatic as maybe yours um, f- um, because we, we weren't refugees. We came here, you know, as totally different types of immigrants. Yeah. Um, there's still this like history of like, I don't know anything about my family past my grandparents yeah. at all. Cause that's, yeah. we never talk about it. Same with me though. Yeah. We, we barely talked about it. Like in the war was something, I mean, they had PTSD. Yeah. They weren't like, come, come around the table. Let's yeah. talk about yeah. the dead bodies that were in the Mekong River. And then, like, like yeah. your, your parents, your parents lived through the war. Like my yeah. family, it was my grandparents that lived through war. Right, 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 right. Yeah, same with my grandparents. Yeah. I don't know, and I think that's a very well. One of the funny things I actually I was dating a white guy from Iowa, and he's like <laughs> Iowa like Christ, uh, Catholic, like Irish Catholic, and um, it was funny because like I would approach it like, oh, you don't. Like, funnily, I was like, you don't know, like, the extent to which Koreans, like, hide their shit. Like, they are so (laughs) secretive and so, like, putting on this veneer of perfection. And on one hand, like, there's a reason why there's such economic boom because they have all these, like, this drive and this, like tenacity but like it's also a cover like i'm talking about as an actor it's like it's it's a front to a degree and it's a defense mechanism it's a survival mechanism yes to deal with a lot of trauma and a lot of stuff that we have not yet dealt with yeah and so and then he schooled me on irish catholic people and was like oh oh right <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's our religion <laughs> yeah 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 so i was just going off about like korean christians and like you don't even know like you know but it was like a really interesting conversation to kind of like understand that and i think always like he's also an actor and i just and then it turned into a deeper thing of like as artists right as storytellers what is the opportunity what's the danger what's the everything about being vulnerable with that yeah whether you're telling like literally your story or even someone else's story but you're stepping into someone else's stuff that like connects with something deep in you is really hard so i just again for the entirety thing i think it's a responsibility it's an opportunity and i just highly respect people who are brave enough to do that Okay. Minty's, you're Minty's working her way up to telling her own story too. I'm writing. I'm like babysitting. I did. A, I did like a little tiny music video. Okay, that was like creatively influenced by like a breakup. Not even like my family and all the layers of that. And I had a heart attack when I put that on YouTube. Really? Yeah. I had a literal panic attack. I pressed um whatever the word is like publish, uh-huh. and I literally ran into my room and went under my covers for. This like, is true. Like, I saw her. Yes, I was there. I freaked out. You you were a witness. <laughs> yeah. So, 
I'm right there with yes. you. I I have yes. all of the good vibes, but I, I saw the trailer. It's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, and that trailer was made to kind of set up for the um for for the Indiegogo that we did at the time. Yeah. And, and it'd be, you know, it'd be a totally different trailer now. Not not totally, but it's like that was, I was a different person even then. Right. You know, as I, because so much of this was, this this film for me is like about my evolution and it's about me moving forward. Um, and and it's, it's kind of, it's kind of, <laughs> it's crazy to, it, it's part of my healing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's that's more than anything. Really, it's part of my healing. And I feel like it's so great because the way I've known you, when I got to know that, when Marvin told me that you were down to be part of Empower, for me, it's like I know you from two of my favorite shows on the planet, which are The Office and Parks and Rec. And yes. I'm like, she's going to be here! <laughs> There's a meme that I saw on Instagram yesterday. A friend sent me, and it's literally a guy on like one of those turnpikes or when you exit a freeway. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you either can go straight or you can turn left to like loop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it says one of the signs says, watch a new show. And the loop is watch the office again. And the car's just like <laughs> going to the right. And then the caption is me. And I was like, that's so good. Yep. That. And oh, the, yeah. Brittany. Uh huh. I met Brittany doing The Office. Brittany Shibashi of oh. Runaways. Nice. She uh, she was a, uh, a Betty Hanna waitress. Oh. <laughs> she's the hot one. She was your fellow waitress. She, she was yeah. She's a fellow waitress. <laughs> she was the hot one that he thought he brought back to the office. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And you and you got marked as me. <laughs> yeah yeah. I met her all those years ago. I just ago. love that your background is in comedy, and I I just. Like I didn't think I'd be so into like I'm an actress and I wanted to be yeah. like a comedic actress. I never thought I would. I never what? thought I. Well, I thought I would just want to be Meryl Streep and make everyone cry. Sure. Yeah. But now I want to make everyone laugh. Yeah. You can do both. Yeah. yeah. You can do both. Yeah. But that's like, my game. Cool up my and you're you're like a <laughs> improv pro, right? Like you, uh, not a pro. <laughs> yeah. But not a not a pro. But just like, on this podcast, you can. Oh tell. well, yes, yeah. I mean, sure. I've t- I, I talk a lot. I have no shame. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, this part is true. But like, I, I'm not I'm not so good at the Herald. <laughs> but I did I did have training at uh, Upright Citizens Brigade Theater, um, and where I met li- lifelong friends, and they really taught me how to work. Basically. What drew you to comedy? Like, I'm just like, how did that even start? When you're like, okay. Um, there are all these paths. Yeah. Well. Okay. So, how to survive in my household was uh, laughing was a release valve. Mm. Um, one of the first like movies that I saw in theater was with my parents. We saw Coming to America. So yeah. my mom owned a restaurant. That's the landest that I do yeah. like. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, uh, you guys have heard this before. I grew up in a restaurant. Um, yeah. And. and um, my education was while I was, you know, debating shrimp was to to watch sitcoms and reruns of Lucy and you know Saturday Night Live and uh, you know uh, Cheers, all of it, TGIF on ABC. I just uh, I grew up on TV, yeah. Mm. Um, and so so that led to um, uh, you know, <laughs> cut to I didn't I didn't come here to. To, to become an actor I came here to get away from my family <laughs> um, bye guys I'm yeah actor. I went to fashion institute to design and merchandising okay nice. um, fit him, worked in that industry for a while realized it wasn't for me started going to Second City that led to Upright Citizens Brigade Club nice. uh, Club Oy. <laughs> Upright <laughs> Citizens Brigade Theater that's amazing yeah well, like I've had a gripe because I took I took one hundred and one at UCB, and I want to take more. It's freaking expensive, so I'm trying to get that scholarship. It's a scholarship, right? Yeah, but Wait, the scholarship is, is super uh, competitive. Yeah, a lot of people apply that. for that. It's like four hundred bucks a pop. Mm, it's more than yeah back in the day. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The demand has gone up, but like I would notice, even like I did two. I did my grandfather passed away in the middle of my first go at it, so I couldn't finish my first round, oh, and then sorry. I did it twice. But I was it was really fascinating to see. I was just griping i was like where are the asian people <laughs> and like in my first class it was like it's 16 people i think it was like and they tried but it was like 10 guys and six girls yeah you know and then i was the only asian person there was like two other people of color in that class so yeah. like, and that was like 2015 16 you know so yeah. it's like you know but it's changing rapidly but like how well, do you how do we get more asian people into do improv <laughs> 
I mean, I think we, I think we are. You know, I think yeah. those. I mean, look, you, you, you have them at UCB. You have them participate in collaboration a lot. You know, you got Voltron. You've got Asian AF yeah. happening. Sold out show. Yeah, every, every every month sold out show. Yeah, I I started with UCB at the very beginning, right? So there was me, Mickey and Maddox. Uh, later on, Charlene Yi came. Mm. Oh, Charlene, and Aziz. Aziz came from New York. Then Eugene came, Cordero. Like nice. I mean, it's yes. uh, you know that's that's you know, now there's way more. Uh, you know, there it, it it we built slowly, but yeah, like I I I casted for Bajillion, and I had a really all I wanted was to have a a person, an Asian American improviser, be my lead, and I looked and looked and looked. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted Eugene to do it. He did King Kong. <laughs> <laughs> But Fine, I, Eugene. Uh, Eugene did King Kong, but I got him back to be season. He reoccurred in season three, and he was a regular in season four was, that no one has seen yet. He was but, great in season three. Yeah, season four he's even better. Like, but, um, but yeah, it was hard, guys. It was hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I wanted it so bad. I wanted it so bad, but I didn't find the right the right fit. See, but that's why we got that story out there. Because <laughs> yeah. for us with collab, what we learned is like there's it's the supply and demand thing. Yeah, we want to generate the supply. Yeah, yeah. L- let's talk about um. Bajillion Dollar Properties. Yes, um, the show that you yeah. you ran for. How how long were you were you making that for? Two years, four seasons. Yeah. Hey, yeah. And I remember reading after I first um, saw you at um, I think it was a Scarlett Johansson presents. You were presenting a, a clip from from the show that, yes. that Keiko was in. <laughs> yes. Um, around that time was when there was an article about how you wanted to be the Asian. Shonda Rhimes. That's embarrassing, yeah. but I do want that. Yes, say that out loud. My, my cheeks are like, <laughs> and I, I get it. I was like, oh, that's going to be the title. Okay, I did say it. That helps me crystallize so many things. And now I'm like, okay, so Kulab is the Asian Shonda Rhimes. Got I it. That. Um, I want that. I want. I want to create worlds with uh, underrepresented. Umber- you know, with Asian people, yeah. <laughs> and, and but not just for Asian people. I just want. Asian American Voice 2.0. Let's do it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. Like I, you know, I'm we're all American. Right. Everyone in this right. everyone at this table right now. Yeah. We have stories Actually, and they're interesting. Okay. I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I There is a divide up a wall. Current, no. Um, but yeah. yeah, like I and I want to direct and do more directing. Yeah. You know, so that that's this is where I really wanna Focus on. I enjoy acting. I'm, I'm, guys. I'm a ham. I'm a card. I need to be dealt with. <laughs> but I really love, you know, I love show running. I love producing. I love writing. I love directing. It That's- comes out of you very like effortlessly, and I appreciate that because I, I, I think I met a lot of Asian American artists who like. Including myself, who like have a lot of their own self-imposed barriers. They're like, yes. well, and it's real, you know. It's like real self-doubt, and it's yes. parents' voices, and it's a lot of things. And like, oh, you don't belong here, blah. Yeah, yeah. but like, I love mm. that you're just so like every time you open your mouth, that empower. <laughs> I everyone was laughing, and it was just so <laughs> joyful, and like because that's when you like when you welcome stuff through comedy, that makes you think. Because you're like, why is that funny? That's not funny, though. Like, different than getting rebuked or, like, made, you know what I mean? Like, comedy is, like, a great avenue. And laughter is a great way in. So, um, was Bajillion Art Properties your first time in dealing with, like, a writer's room and things like that? Yeah. How big is the writer's room? Yeah. Straight (laughs) to the top. (laughs) Of streaming. Now, remember, CISO does not exist anymore. (laughs) Whatever. It's still a show with four seasons. That's true. That's true. In two years. That's crazy. That's crazy, right? Yeah. yeah, It was my first experience of, uh, you know, a writer's room. uh, To answer, I I think at any, I think the top was at eight, eight, including myself, people. Um, yeah, writer's room, uh, you know, dealing with all departments as a showrunner, mm. learning how to direct. Um, it all happened on the show. It was a, an amazing paid education. Yes. <laughs> so great. Oh, and Minji, I want to say too, it's like the way I am now. I mean, it wasn't through, it, com- it was through complete rewiring. Yeah. Rewiring right. of myself. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and, and kooky modalities of doing it. Like, do I have an astrologist? Yes, I do. <laughs> am I due for my psychic? Yeah, I am. <laughs> John Farahi, if you're listening, I'm gonna give you a call. You probably know it. You're a psychic. <laughs> <laughs> do, have I done a weird thing called Grinberg method? 
which I think is defunct in the U.S. now, <laughs> where a Israeli lady told me that uh, to to uh, that I wasn't breathing and I would be so mad at her while holding my breath, <laughs> disagreeing. <laughs> like I therapy, All you know. There's just I'm such a, like with you. Yes. yeah, you know, just so many different things. Women's retreats, just trying to get like just. There was a point in my life when I turned thirty where I went woman in the mirror man in the mirror mm-hmm. i'm not happy with where i'm at mm-hmm. i'm not having the relationships that i want to have I d- i'm not happy enough with my trajectory my career right. and i was like all i can control is my side so let's do it and it's been just been <laughs> it's it's work but it's like the best work um and it just has made me feel like i can just i'm not perfect but i'm who i am yeah there's so much freedom in that yeah that oh, you just like that's... make cool stuff I'm like, okay. And, and you I'm can fail. Capable. And you, yeah, you can try and fail and like keep going. Look, at the beginning of Bajillion Dollar Properties, with all my crap with my mom, I kept feeling like somebody's gonna, they're trying to take it away from me. Mm. They're trying to take it away from me. Uh, and that, that energy is so toxic, you know, when I just realized, no, literally everybody is investing in me. Yeah. And then you're just like, oh, okay. Somebody told me like, if something's yours, I mean, I have a water bottle in my hand. If this is mine, I don't need to do this. It's still mine if it's there, <laughs> if I set it down. I don't have to. That's, and that's what yeah. I would do so much. This is mine. This is mine. <laughs> because, cause it, no, we don't live. We can live in abundance. You know what I mean? Like, Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yes. Oh. Where are my singing bowls? That is a very. like. <laughs> I, I got a singing bowl. I know. <laughs> I'm looking for my right match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's. I don't even know if that's an Asian American. Maybe it's just a people thing. But it's just the fact that like. Yeah, like not feeling confident with, with what you have yeah, and just like learning to learning to recognize that and be okay with that. It's like, it's really the secret of growing up and being like a, a, a at least a functioning adult. For sure. And I feel like that's very reinforced in a lot of subliminal ways. And let's be real. Like I, you know, I appreciate capitalism, but it's like, it thrives off of this scarcity mindset. Like, Oh, if you don't yeah. have this, yeah, then, you're right. Absolutely you know? Right. So I think that's just part and parcel of like the world that we live in. And you have, Ideally, you'd be able to like step back at a certain point and be like, that's not how I want to operate. I want to live yeah. where there's like enough for everybody to go around. If yeah. I don't get that one thing, not going to kill me. No. You know, like, I yeah. don't need the next iPhone because well, I'm not going to die. I'm marching <laughs> My towards. <phone> might. <laughs> yeah, mine is about to. Um, <laughs> Your pods look ridiculous. Yeah. I haven't even. Yeah, <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> but, you know, I'm marching towards 40, you know, in like three years. I'm 37 now. And it's like at a certain point, it's like, I'm a grown ass woman. And like that voice that I used to call my mom in my head mm. that's me <laughs> like, <laughs> there's nobody guys like yeah you you're all in entertainment we people say no but like the the toughest rejection I mean no one has no one has like actively like blocked me from what I want except for me really yep really yeah you know yeah. it's uh, there's so many things that I do I am able to shift and change and so when you go that it's like okay well maybe this thing didn't work on but work here or yeah. they didn't p- take this thing but heck you know I'll keep trying you know it just yeah That's props keep you gotta keep going y'all yeah whether you're in entertainment or not this is very this is true like very universal just life stuff yeah yeah feeling okay with your life <laughs> feeling okay with who you are yeah. and that you're home wherever your body is like, yeah it's hard it's hard to like just you know as minorities as women as you know just like that you can take up your space i'm not my space doesn't have to be this entire room or this entire building right <laughs> but if you know if if we can connect within great but it's like but i'm here this is okay this yeah. is my space yeah like that's the part like the whole not apologizing thing too if you I, yeah, I'm gonna like ask you a little bit on air, but like I would love for you to be on my podcast someday because sure. is we, this not it? This is <laughs> this is my <laughs> my joint thing. One with podcast Clark, at a time with <laughs> collaboration. Marvin's gonna edit that, at that one as well. But I I want I'm to like it in. people need to know how shameless uh, yeah. Minji is. I am shameless. You know what? Because I'm gonna ask for what I want in yes, this world. You have to ask because I'm gonna ask because I spent my whole life not asking for so what I want it. or hey, feeling I, bad for taking I, up space. I asked her first. She's on here. <laughs> yeah, you win, Marv. You win. No, but and yeah, then, <laughs> you don't be. Oh, the tallest poppy, right? <laughs> that Japanese saying, you can't be the tallest poppy because you get cut down. Like, oh, you ever heard that? Uh uh-uh. uh Oh yeah, like that's yeah. You just don't. You want to. You want to be uniform with everybody. If you, uh, if you, yeah. Same thing with there's rocking a, the boat. There's that, a lot of you know, proverbs that tell you to like don't stick out. Yes. Oh. Just, just, just. 
and that worked back when probably when the, those that saying was in was, feudal times. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, you, you don't want to like back then it was probably more survival. Like yes, that's you know? true. But these days, like you know, we're 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 at a point where we have everything we need to live our best lives and be successful. Like, why not take advantage of it? Why not? So beyond survival, it's learning how to thrive. Yeah. Or, yeah. Let's thrive. Cool Ops is much better than night. <laughs> now, now I'm also thinking of Cool Up and Allison Janney because I'm thinking of oh, her oh. Kaiser from Nintendo. God, I love, love them. I love her so much. Yeah, I love to, colli- <laughs> I love to collab with Allison <laughs> See, say it, say it. Yes. We'll, we'll get no, it No, but her. you're right, though. That's I do believe that in, in, in saying it, mm-hmm. um, speaking it, and, and your thoughts become your words. Yes. Become your actions. Yes. Right, and how you handle everything is how you handle everything. That's so, that's the tough part I yeah. had to learn as a grown up. I was like, oh, I know. Oh, this little thing that I'm like, eh, meh. I was like, no, that's how I treat. Yeah. a lot of everything. You throw away. You procrastinate. Yep. You, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Tax, taxes now. Now that I'm a homeowner, I was like, <laughs> oh hell no, like, I can't. It's such a like. Smack in your face of like, yeah. this is not how I can operate. The question is, will this translate to Minji's growing up? Will this translate to um, your airport procedure? It has. It well, has. Yes. I, I'm afraid to ask what your airport procedure is. Uh, showing up just under half an hour before I need to get on my foot. That's so stressful. I know. <laughs> but so... I feel like it was like at the time, it was like a challenge with myself. Like, how quickly can I get through And security? everyone around, you remember how like we had to rush to get you to the airport in Boston that one year? I know. And then I missed my flight. <laughs> so you, you like the to ratio do. The ratio was pretty low. You like to do amazing race, but for yourself. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not a big fan when I have to like. Throw under, you know, throw under other people under the bus because of me. That's not the goal. It's more. Like, <laughs> but can I do this? My husband Scott is more like that. I'm like, can we just get there early and we can chill? Yeah, right. Like that. Right? Now I'm like that. Now I'm I'm a lot more like that. Although I've been once early. I once I did get there early, and then I was eating a Burger King, and I missed my flight because I was at the Burger King. <laughs> well, that's tough. That's a tough tale, and I thank you for sharing. <laughs> I went back to the game. I was like, oh. Is the plane gone? <laughs> it takes a real man to, to admit that, Marvin. I commend you. Oh, my God. And I want to take that as a skit. We should have like a side-by-side split oh. screen of like me, the ratchet, like, it's 29 minutes. And then Marvin's eating Burger King. I think that'd be so great. Funny. Comedy everywhere. You That's funny because it's like you guys coming with a like time and then you make your flight sweating. Where's Marvin? <laughs> Biting into it. Whopper Jr. I thought they would make an announcement. Don't Marvin, they, don't they Marvin, come to the plane, dearie. Oh my god. Sweetie, put down your finger. It's time to go. Just wrap it up, honey. It wasn't even worth it. was just like a shitty whopper. Um, it always it guys, I had it. I had Taco Bell like a month ago and it was so disgusting. And I right. thought it was gonna be this like Yeah, yeah it's gonna be great. Yeah, and it was nostalgia. I was so disappointed. <laughs> yeah. I used to say I was gonna have my wedding reception at Taco Bell when I was like nine. You still can. I do yes, I still can. Anything is possible. But then we're we're old now, so Taco Bell will um, just cause diarrhea. I know. No, I want I want El Chato taco truck. I'm I'm all Angelino now, okay? Oh, I don't right, mess around yeah. my tacos. Are you crazy? No. For we're real. having in and out and we're having El Chato. My a Scott You're when welcome. I moved here from Minnesota introduced me to um to seafood in Mexican food. So like oh. tacos, burritos, fish tacos. Fish. Yeah. Oh. Minnesota, there was just Taco Bell and Chi-Chi's. So, like <laughs> there was like nothing growing up. It was all just ground beef, like yeah, yeah. chicken maybe. So I was like, You got what? your you got your hot plate though? Yeah. <laughs> now we do. Oh. Hot plate. It there wasn't that much hot plate in Minnesota back really? in the day. Yeah. I thought that was the Minnesota thing. Hot dish? Is it? Oh, oh, hot dish. Yeah. Yes. We do have hot dish. This it's casserole. Oh, okay. That's, so we do tater tot hot dish, and it's that's just what like, that's what uh, Naomi was making. Yeah. Okay. Other oh, friend from Minnesota. Oh, okay. Yeah. Co. Yeah. Yeah. Naomi yeah. Co. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She did. Yeah, she she's all it. about the tots, man. Yeah. So that's hot dish is casserole. Got so it. So you're gonna have like tuna hot dish. <laughs> that's what I'm she was making for the myself for all the hate I'm gonna give for calling it hot plate. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'm I texting you Naomi like, right now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant like the like like um well in Laos we say dot scene, but where you put 
be, like uh, yeah the induction yeah, here, yeah right for a hot pot yeah. yeah i thought you were talking about that <laughs> yeah, i wasn't i was just confusing my it's okay. i was You're... trying to act all worldly like oh, i know what minnesotans eat but no <laughs> no and guys we don't just eat hot dish i really want you to do that there's also cheese curds <laughs> There's so much more. So much more, guys. You don't even know. <laughs> and Taco Bell. Yeah, Taco Bell and Juicy Lucy's. <laughs> and Chi-Chi's, apparently. And Chi-Chi's. <laughs> Shout out to Chi-Chi's. <laughs> and on that note, um, that's going to be the podcast. This was an amazing time, you guys. Have this me back. So Thank fun. you so much yes, for joining please. us. Our great. guest was Kulap Vlasic. Yeah. Vlasic. My face uh, <laughs> from all the laughing. Can't wait to uh, do Minji's uh, other podcast. Yes. <laughs> I'm, already, I'm like devising all the different titles. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Let me finish this one first. <laughs> no. This is where one. we manifest. This is where we talk it all out. If people want to find out more about uh, your movie and also follow you on social media, where can they go? They can go on Twitter at uh at Coolop on Instagram at I am Coolop. There's originstorydoc.com for more about the movie. So send me awesome. good thoughts. I, I really hope uh, I hope I can show it to people. Yeah. Yes. Can't wait to see it. Um, and as always, you can reach us at the Collabcast by emailing us at podcast at collaboration.org. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, leave us a nice rating and review if you can. Uh, thanks to G. Yamazawa for use of his song 1950, 1990, 1990 um, interlude uh, for this episode's different. That's intro different. and outro. <laughs> and yeah, that'll do it. Thank you so much for joining Thank us. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Repping for that 1999. You know who I am. It's Mr. Yamazam. I'm the 100 grand man, and I'm aiming for your place. Hot blam, hot damn. Put your hands up, hands up. You know what it is. It's the cancer. Cancer. Legitimate immigrant anthem. anthem. We feel the same things like say my name right, respect my late great grandpa. <laughs>